Hey, hey, this is Doc's Cost, episode 32. Can you believe it's been 32 episodes? And we are continuously at the top of the ratings for podcasts dealing with health insurance. Way at the top. Number one often. Check out Apple Podcasts and everybody else. Today we're going to see how your HSA is doing. So get ready. Hit it, Morgan. My mission is simple you 100% covered. I'm Scott Dowling. I've got over three decades of insurance knowledge and experience to share with you. I don't work for the insurance company and I'm beholden to no one. I'm here to make healthcare transparent for all of us. There's an affordable insurance plan out there someplace and I promise to help you find it. Doc's cost starts now. I know, I know, I didn't cover number 32 on in the intro, but number 32, with apologies to Jim Brown, number 32 for me has to be Jack Tatum and Franco Harris. Both of those guys were involved in the Immaculate Reception that took place back in the middle 70s. The Steelers wound up winning a game when Franco... Ran a ball in for a TD. Tatum hit Frenchie Fuqua. And if anybody pays any attention to that stuff, Frenchie Fuqua touched the ball. Plain and simple. I tell that to every Pittsburgh Steeler fan I ever meet. We had Raiders season tickets back when I was a kid. Uh, watched them all the time. And that, that, that play just sticks in your craw forever. I could go on and on and on about that, but that's not why you're here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, your HSA and where it stands now. I do want to tell you, uh, I have been away a little bit, and um, the uh, the reason I've been away for a little bit is I've gotten involved with a couple other projects. One of them, one of them that I'm going to talk about coming up in the next episode. It's very exciting. It has everything to do with health insurance. It's right on topic. It fits right into what we've been talking about here on Doc's Cost, about taking control of your costs and taking control of your health care. So I'm going to be really excited, really pumped up. Talk about all that. It's coming up in the next episode. The uh, organization is called Fountain Health, and you're going to learn all about it, and you're going to understand it, and you're going to wonder why you've never had it before. Okay, so let's take a look at your HSA, your health savings account. And if you don't have an HSA, read up on it, understand it, listen to all the episodes of Doc's Cost, and get ready for 2023 when open enrollment comes up. It's probably coming up in October if you don't have it yet. But get ready for your uh, high-deductible health plan. Uh, You need to have a high-deductible health plan in order to get an HSA, but you want to have an HSA. It's essential. So let's, all of you that have it, let's take a look at what you got now. And those that you don't, follow along because it's just as important for you and you're going to need to know this going forward. So if you've got an HSA and you're probably 
getting paper statements from some people, but hopefully you're getting electronic and you have a have a uh, an app on your phone on your uh, your uh, iPad, whatever whatever device you use. But if you have an app, that's fantastic. Uh, take a look at your balance. Where are you at? What do you have? What's in there? And let's go over real quick, just a really quick review. If you're single, you've got a limit for your contributions at $3,650 for 2022. For a family, that means if it's if you've got a spouse or if you've just got children or if you have a spouse and children, your contribution limit is $7,300 for the year. And then if you're over 55, you have an additional catch-up of $1,000 over and above your individual and your family. And if you and your spouse are both over 55, then the spouse gets an additional $1,000. And the the additional $1,000 has to be in a separate HSA. That's the only caveat. But you can do that. You can have more than one HSA. Even individuals can have two or three or four. It doesn't matter. You're only bound by your limit. So let's check out where your balance is at. If you've been getting contributions from your employer, did your employer give you a lump sum at the beginning of the year? Or is your employer giving it to you over 12 payroll periods if you're getting paid monthly, 24 if you're getting paid bi-monthly, or 26 bi-weekly? Uh, hang on a second, Scott. You, 24 is semi-monthly, not bi-monthly. If it was bi-monthly, it'd be six. So it's 24 is semi-monthly. 26 is bi-weekly, every two weeks. Now, your employer contributions are an important part of the calculation to figure out where you're at right now because while it's nice that your employer is giving you a contribution as a benefit to your employment, it also matters more if that contribution came at the very beginning of the year in a lump sum versus if it's spread out over the 12-month period, however you get paid. Because if it gets spread out over a 12-month period, you still have contributions coming in, but they're not there yet. And if you have an accident or an illness now, or even if you had it at the beginning of the year, but if you have it now or in the next couple of months, you may not have your HSA exactly up to where it could be and where it needs to be to pay for the out-of-pocket costs that you need to absorb. So we need to figure that calculation out, and that's important. So you're going to want to write down how much is in your HSA account now. You're going to want to write down how much has been contributed to your HSA thus far, and here we are almost at the end of the fifth month, or the beginning of the sixth month, whenever you're listening to this. We're almost there. So what's your HSA balance? How much have you contributed this year? And how much are you allowed to contribute this year based on your status, whether you're an individual, whether you're a family member, or you've got a family member on the, on the plan with you, or whether you're 55 or older, or whether your spouse is 55 or older. Okay? So where are you at today? on your balance, and how much have you contributed? 
so far this year and how much has your employer contributed so far this year. The next thing you're going to want to do is to write down, find out and write down how much your employer is going to contribute the rest of the year. So if it's happening on a monthly basis or a uh, a semi-monthly basis or on a uh, bi-weekly basis, write down how many periods you have left and how many dollars are being contributed by your employer per pay period and figure that out through the rest of the year because you don't want to over-contribute. You're going to run into penalties. But you're going to want to find out how much is being contributed the rest of the year by your employer. The last piece of information you want to gather is your benefit design, your plan documents, your benefit booklet, whatever it may be, and confirm what your out-of-pocket costs are for the year. Confirm what your deductible is, what your coinsurance is, and what your out-of-pocket maximum is. Because we're going to have to figure out if you have your out-of-pocket maximum completely covered by your HSA. That's one of the goals of having the HSA is that you don't come out of pocket during the year. So you're going to want to take your plan design and gather that, and we're going to compare where you're at with your HSA balance, your HSA contributions, and your out-of-pocket maximum for the year and find out if you're 100% covered or not. If you're not 100% covered, then we're going to have to revise how you do this for next year. So taking a look at this right now gives you a good benchmark and can help you out for next year and help you out for the rest of this year. Okay, let's get to the calculation. The top number that you want on the page is going to say out-of-pocket maximum. What is your out-of-pocket maximum for the year? You're going to subtract your current HSA balance from that number. If that number is negative, that means your HSA balance has enough in it to cover your current out-of-pocket maximum. That's good. You're still going to make your maximum contribution for the year, but you're in good stead. If you have a positive amount after you have your out-of-pocket maximum unless your HSA balance, that positive amount represents the amount that you're short to cover the remainder of your out-of-pocket maximum for the year. So you're going to want to confirm what the deficit is. You're going to want to figure out what the remaining employer contribution is. And you're going to subtract that deficit from your remaining employer contribution. Hang in there. This will all be in the show notes. But if you still have a positive amount after you subtract the deficit from the remaining employer contribution, you are going to want to contribute right away to your HSA out of your own pocket. You're going to want to contribute a lump sum, and you can do that. Or you can open a separate HSA and contribute to that if you don't want to go into the one your employer's got. So like I said, this will all be up in the show notes so you can see uh, what's going on. But um, the calculations are fairly straightforward. It's hell to do numbers on a podcast. I've been told that a million times. You can Even on the radio, on TV, you can show it. But uh, when you're just talking, it's kind of tough. So they'll be up in the show notes. Um, just know that you want to have your complete out-of-pocket maximum covered on January 1st. That way you don't have to go through this stuff. You can contribute the maximum every year, and you won't have to worry about 
having a deficit compared to your out-of-pocket maximum during a year. If you have everything funded up front by the end of the by the end of the calendar year this year and January 1st of next year, you can maximize your contributions and you can have your out-of-pocket maximum covered at 100%, and that's the goal. But right now, we're just trying to figure out where you're at. So check the show notes. You want to do the calculation. If you followed along on that, great. Um, I know it's not. Uh, it, it gets tricky sometimes, and uh, it's not easy. But if you've got any questions, um, get us at Twitter, at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. Send it via email if you want, scott at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T dot com. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I had some other projects I've been working on. Uh, Fountain Health is something that you're going to find very, very intriguing. I think it's going to be something that uh, shakes everything up, to be sure. You're going to want to learn about it, find out about it. I'm excited about it, very passionate about it. It falls right into the same category as Doc's Cost. It's you taking control and you understanding what's going on and having 100% knowledge, 100% awareness of what you're spending, how you're spending it, how the care is given. You're going to be in control. You're in control of your health care. You're in control of your dollars. It's going, to be, it's going to be something else. Just wait and see. Check in on the next episode coming up probably in about uh, maybe seven days, maybe sooner. But uh, check it out. It's going to be episode 33. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your boss. Tell your firm administrator. Tell your crazy uncle. And remember, health insurance is not health care. Doc's Cost is where you gain the knowledge, experience, education, and information to become an astute consumer of health care and take control of your health insurance. Lower your cost, take total control. And here comes the one and only Morgan Fingleton. So long, everybody. In this-
Jesus, 